Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical. I'm Joel, and I'm joined by Brandon and two brand new writers to our website, Gabe and Dana. Uh, Gabe, why don't you tell the people hello and tell them a little bit about yourself? Hey, everybody, it's Gabe. I'm a huge Zelda nerd. Oh, yeah. I say that lightly, so don't come asking me for all these tips and tricks in the game because I suck at it. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, I love Dark Souls. Uh, I, you know, I like to play hard games. I like to challenge myself. Again, doesn't mean I'm good. I just try my hardest. So that's me. And uh, Dana, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey guys, I'm Dana. Um, you might know me from the website. I would like to do the segment on uh, jams for the game and grind. Um, I'm really big into music. I play with a couple bands, uh, and I'm also really big into Zelda. I have a Triforce tattoo, so that's kind of me. Can confirm. He does have that tattoo. It's not a lie. <laughs> anyway, so we're already know, you all already know me, so I don't need to do any introduction. I've been doing this for a while. Very true. Everybody knows the big guy, Brandon. Um, so we're talking all about the PlayStation presentation that happened yesterday. I know that you guys, um, we watched it together, some of us. I know that I had some very strong feelings. I'm, I'm the PlayStation guy um, of the website, unlike some of these Nintendo nerds or Xbox fans. So I was super wow. hyped uh, for all the games that were announced. And of course, we couldn't not have a podcast on it. So first things first, I want to talk about all the games that were shown because it was, you know, an hour and a half almost of just game after game after game which was i think exactly what playstation needed so i want to talk about the games first i want to talk about the overall presentation what you guys felt about it whether it went in the right direction and then a little bit about xbox and how their reveal compared to playstations and of course we got to talk about the reveal of the design um so first things first here is a list of everything that was shown during the playstation presentation we had spider-man miles morales which is coming out holiday 2020 mm-hmm. gran turismo mm-hmm. uh seven Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Square Enix has Project Asia. The Stray trailer was so, was shown, releasing in 2021. Um, there's a new exclusive for PS5, Returnal, I believe it was called. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's um, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, Destruction All-Stars, Kena, Bridge of Spirits, Goodbye Volcano High, 20, which comes out in 2021, Oddworld Soulstorm. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo in 2021. Uh, oh, actually, so quick question. Ghostwire Tokyo, was that the one that was shown off? I think it was the one that was shown off last year at E3 at the Microsoft presentation. Yes. Okay. Yes, it was. I was correct. Thank you. Uh, then we also have Jet the Far Shore coming holiday 2020. Godfall coming holiday 2020. So excited for that one. Solar Ash releasing in 2021. Hitman 3. January 2021, Astro's Playroom, Little Devil Inside, NBA 2K21, Bug Snacks, which was adorable, uh, Demon Souls, Deathloop, Resident Evil, 8 Village coming in 2021, Pragmata, and Horizon Forbidden West. So we had a crap ton of games. And the first thing I want to do is ask you guys, which were your favorites and uh, which were your least favorites of the games that were shown off? Brandon, you first. Yeah, so definitely the main standout to me and the reason why I'm 100% getting a PS5 at launch is Miles Morales, 100%. Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man for the PS4, which came out in 2018, that was so close to being my game of the year for 2018. If it wasn't for the fact that Smash Brothers is my life, I would have absolutely picked Spider-Man as my game of the year. Like, it is it is not only the best superhero game I have ever played, it's, high, it's one of the best open world games I've ever played. Uh, in fact, I even go as far as to say that it's the best non-RPG open world I've played. Like, Spider-Man is fantastic. Everything of the storytelling, it did justice to the Spider-Man series. 
Like, I could go on. But suffice to say, I was excited for a Miles Morales follow-up because of how much they tease him in the first game. So Spider-Man Miles Morales, you know, this being kind of like a standalone game featuring just him, I'm excited, not just because of the character, but I also love what Miles can do as a Spider-Man. Like, he has the Venom shot, which is that electric punch that he can do. He can do stealth. So I'm expecting some stealth missions, too, or he can do some, like, stealth takedowns. Like, I, I just want to see more of this game. That is absolutely my favorite announcement for this. Like, 100% reason for me to get a PS5 right away. I'm so shocked that it's coming out holiday 2020, but I'm just happy that that exists. Um, so um, before you move on really quick, I do have a question sure. for you, Brandon, um, because yeah, you up? just wrote the article. What exactly is going on with, with Spider-Man Miles Morales? Is it an expansion? Is it a full standalone game? Yeah, so when I first saw it, I was under the assumption that it was just kind of like some sort of add-on or like a, or a shorter game. I was more, it was obviously more of the shorter game, but I'll get into that in a second. Um, and then a Sony rep had said it was just an expansion, which got people inflamed online. Apparently that was a misconception. Insomnia went, uh, Insomniac Games went on to say that it is a standalone game. That being said, it seems to be not the same scale that the uh, Marvel Spider-Man was. It's more along the lines of, uh, it's... It's a shorter story, but it's definitely a standalone game. So I, if you were if you were to take the regular Spider-Man game and give that like maybe 20, 30 hours, you're actually completing it. This one might might lane more into like fifteen hours to twenty hours, depending if you're trying to complete it. So I don't think it'll be a full price game when it comes out, or at mm -hmm. least I'm not expecting it to be. But th that's the point. It's just it's a it is a standalone game, a uh, cheaper one. And I made the comparison in my article that I had wrote about it earlier today that it very much feels like. A combination of the Legends of the Majora's Mask and Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Because I feel like they're going to be using a lot of assets from the first game. I don't think these they're going to like any new locations as far as New York City. So they can use up a lot of that stuff again. And as far as Uncharted The Lost Legacy, that was a follow-up to 4. That wasn't necessarily DLC. It was just more like a standalone game. That was a smaller in scale. So that's pretty much what I'm expecting of it. It is a standalone game. It is okay. not an expansion. It's not an add-on. It's, it's its own thing. Awesome, awesome. And um, uh, was there any that you just weren't really impressed by? There was nothing, there was a lot of games there that were being shown that I just didn't, I, I won't say there's anything that I was like ill, but Yay. like, there's like, there no ills like in this announcement. That's a sign of a good, a that's good, amazing. Uh, that is, that's, I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff that just didn't like grab my attention yeah, the yeah. same way that Spider-Man did. Mm -hmm. Like pretty much everything that was at the, the tail end of the announcement from Demon Souls onwards was at least interesting to me. I mean, I guess the only one I would say that just didn't interest me was NBA 2K21 because I'm just, I love basketball, but I'm just not into sports games. But like NBA realistic 2K21 sports games. 2K21 looks like, so good. It looks great. They always look great, but it's just not for me. It's just not me. So if I had to pick one that I just don't care about, I guess it's that one. That trailer looked hyped, though. Well, but, you don't you know. have to pick one you don't care about. I, I really just wanted to know if there was anything that you were just like, mm, this doesn't look great for like a, um, a title coming to PS5 in comparison. But um, oh well, that's the question. Then yeah, no, nothing, nothing. I'm everything. That's awesome. Even if I'm not, even if I'm not personally interested, everything looks great for PS5 so far. At least as far as this trailer was. So I know that you mentioned Dark Souls. Um, you said Dark Souls, right? That's the name of that game? Demon Souls. Oh, Demon Souls. Thank you. Oh my gosh, look at me. I'm so embarrassing. Um, <laughs> Put some respect on the Souls name. And I'm so happy that you just said that because <laughs> because he mentioned Demon Souls, um, Gabe was in chat going wild with the reveal of Demon Souls. So I <laughs> oh, do I want to ask uh, Gabe, you next, um, what was your big standout uh, presentation from the PlayStation presentation for the PS5? Uh, to put a little background on what you just said about going wild in the chat for uh, Demon Souls, um, I was watching the trailer, and it, I think within the first 10 seconds, I already knew what the game was. Because you have, the very first shot was this beautiful mountain range, 
and then it changes to an icy mountain range. And then all of a sudden there's a guy hanging upside down on your screen. I'm like, there's only one type of game that I've played before that gives you a beautiful scenery and then throws in a dead body hanging upside down. That so I immediately knew, <laughs> immediately knew it was a Souls game. And then yeah. as the trailer progressed and they showed the different armor sets of the characters, I'm like, these are definitely, this is like definitely another Souls game. Mm-hmm. So I was really impressed. I was really surprised to see that it was a Demon Souls remake. So for me, the there's actually two games that got me really excited for the PS5. Um, the first one obviously being Demon Souls. But then the second one was Godfall. The Godfall was introduced... I think earlier this year. Yes, we at the get, Game Awards. We, we, yeah, and we didn't really get a you know like a, a a clear trailer on it. Like it gave us a little bit, but I was like, I don't, I'm not bought on the game yet. But then I saw the trailer for this one, and bro, I'm super absolutely hyped for, amazing. For like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm glad they brought. Yeah, they bought like you know the medieval type aesthetic into the PS5 immediately, so that's gonna be fun. And I know that people have have had issues with um, Gearbox, but uh, I love their writing and I love their their stuff on um, uh, Borderlands. I love the loot shooters. So you know this action this action looter. Um, I forgot what they titled it. Schluter. Is that really what they call it? I feel like they call it. I've heard some. Nice. I've heard some people call it that. That's an ugly name. I don't know. If that's should, yeah, I don't like that rename. Looter. <laughs> We should definitely go with something else. Um, but uh, yeah. this action leader, I'm super, super excited for. So I'm so happy you brought it up that, that I, I was watching it again, uh, the presentation before this recording. And I was like, oh, man, this looks really good. But I'm sorry to cut you off. Continue. Um, yeah, so it was, those two games caught my attention. Um, the, there was also two games that I didn't care for. Uh, the first one being NBA 2K. And look. Bro, what is uh, all the NBA hate? Here's, here's the thing. All his life. He right? doesn't care about the games. <laughs> No, that's not that's not it for me because I love basketball. You know, if I had the chance, I'd play the game. But my problem with two K is every year they come out with a new game, and every year it's the same crap. All they do is enhance the the graphics, but the actual gameplay still sucks. First of all, <laughs> NBA two K twenty. No, we're not gonna. We're not. I'm not. Okay, NBA two K twenty does not have <laughs> shitty gameplay. Number one. Number two. I don't think there's anything wrong with upgrading your graphics for the next generation of the game because if it ain't broke don't fix it and i don't think it's broke and am i impressed by graphics more so than anything else probably should i probably care more about gameplay sure but who gives a shit because it looks beautiful (laughs) and that's all i have to say on that go play nba 2k21 i'm not gonna play it though so it's fine i just did all that i'm I'm not even gonna play it oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) but i know people Uh, who will yeah so yeah the other game that i did it I wasn't too sold on was uh, Bug Snacks. Um, oh my god! It looked, oh. it before yeah, I get attacked, not either. Before Me, I get yeah, actually, before I get attacked, the game looks cute. I like the whole cloudy with a chance of meatballs, you know, like living animal thing. But it just looked kind of dumb. Oh wow! Wow! And like I was watching it, and I'm like, okay. PlayStation, this better not be the last game you show because this was a horrible <laughs> way to end it. You can't start off with Spider Man and then give me talking. What was it? Otters? What were they? Seals? Bruh, I, don't I don't know what she was. <laughs> like, I, don't, <laughs> I literally don't know what she was. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing the Bug Snacks game is geared more towards the kids, so you know the kids can ask their parents for a PS5. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking right here, and it says that Bug Snacks is also coming to PS4. So oh, great. I don't, I don't know what angle they were going on with that. <sighs> I, first of all, 
why you gotta hit on bugs next okay i didn't like it either i was like ill bugs but also i'm sorry dana but also i was like oh this is actually really cute i love the ending it made me laugh i thought it was adorable and i, I literally had someone message me as the uh presentation was going and they were like i want bug snacks and i was like you will be the only person buying it but it's for someone so i think that's really cool yeah that person messaged you Okay. Did you have anything else to add? You said you said yourself up that one. I had to just take it. I did. I did. I continue to set myself up. Apparently, Um, did you have anything else before we move on, Gabe? Um, No. Besides that, you know, everything was fantastic. Really well put presentation. Uh, Dana, please tell me uh, what did you think of the games that were presented? Yeah, let me talk to you about Bug Snack. Gosh, here we go. <laughs> Please Yo, let's pull I'm here for it. Let's go. All right. So, first of all, I saw it and I didn't even see the little strawberry at first because <laughs> I was kind of doing something else. But I saw the, the bear otter thing mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, he's cute. Yeah. He picked it up, you know, the strawberry, and then he's like, yeah, look at this thing. It's amazing. It's a <laughs> half bug, half thing. And he just eats it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, I'm in. And then they started showing that you are what you eat kind of like deal, and I was kind of sold. Yeah, I think that was pretty cool. Um, and so I imagine that it's going to be like a like a three D puzzle game where you have to solve different things using your environment and the bug snacks that are around you. And I'm kind of here for it. And I feel from the last couple of seconds of the trailer where they showed like the monstrosity. Um, of just random snacks thrown together mm-hmm. that they are going to be fighting back because they don't want to be eaten. I'm so excited. You just and made me excited. Thank you. That's that, yeah, <laughs> You've I'm done so your job. I'm excited for this. Um, the other one I'm looking forward to is Oddworld. Mm. So Oddworld, I played originally on the PlayStation, but I'm glad that they're bringing it forward with the five now because this one looks great you know of course they have a lot more they can do with the five uh graphics wise um and i don't know there's something about him cutting like the stitches or the lace that was holding his mouth shut yes that really put me on edge Mm. and i'm kind of here for it do you know it's so funny because when i was watching that i was like these things look so damn familiar but i couldn't remember what it was and then of course it was odd world um so tell me a little bit about it because i've actually never played it i j- well actually rather i just have one question um in odd world do they just follow you around and then you have to like lead them and then they all get destroyed uh now it's been a long time okay but I'm pretty sure that that's part of the game mechanics is that you're supposed to be like leading your people. Yeah. Out. And I just saw a bunch of them dying and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, the resistance is brutal. I was actually, Gabe and I were actually talking about it, about how we're just going to let them all die because, like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm looking at the trailer and that's a big guy. every two seconds there's a group of them dying. I'm like, what, what is yeah, this? What's happening? It was crazy. Yeah, it was. Oof. Like I said I said it on well, chat, but it looks like a better Hey Pikmin than Hey. I'm sorry, a better Pikmin than Hey Pikmin. Oh yikes! Um, and did you have any other games that you wanted to talk about? Uh, Sackboy. Oh, Sackboy does look pretty cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love where this is going. I feel like this is going to be the three D platformer that really defines um, Sony's 
like platforming. I think that's just going to be a, a, a great step forward for the little big planet as like a series. And it's just so cute and I love it. You know, um, I'm, the reason that I asked that is because when, when Brandon brought up uh, Hey Pikmin, I had been seeing in multiple places that everyone was saying that PlayStation is presenting us with the platformers for next gen that Nintendo is not. And that was yeah. including Sackboy and uh, Ratchet and Clank and um, the Astrobot. I- I'm sorry, Astro's Playroom. Uh, a lot of people were impressed with those. So I'm, I'm very excited to see where platformers go on the PS5. Nice I'm glad the platformers are coming back. For myself. <laughs> Pat on the back. Um, anyway, <laughs> so the game that I was most interested in was actually uh, Keenan Bridge of Spirits because it was adorable. Ooh, it was yes. gorgeous. Um, literally everything about that trailer was calling my name. And of it course, was so gorgeous. I have to give a shout out to Spider-Man Miles Morales because I'm all here for representation in video games. So, um, you know, after the success of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and seeing Miles in the original Spider-Man, of course they had to bring him over because I was one of those people that was complaining that, okay, great, now we get another Spider-Man game with the same old Peter Parker. Um, so it's really, really cool to see Miles Morales starring as as the starring role of the next Spider-Man game. Super, super excited for that. A lot of these games are really scary. So a lot of them, I was like, mm, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Move along. Um, including Ghostwire Tokyo. I was interested in it, but then I was like, no, nah, this is going to scare the shit out of me. Um, but also uh, Project Athia from Square Enix using that Luminous engine. Very, very excited yes. for it. I know a lot of people have been talking about how it kind of looks like FF15 in some parts. Not sure if it's going to be the same team that's working on it but um of course i'm here for adventuring female protagonists obviously i'm just all about representation i'm here for the black guy and the female protagonist uh but yeah godfall is another one that was really really good um i am super super stoked the game that i recognized and because i know gabe did mention the game that he recognized immediately the game that i recognized almost immediately was uh, surprisingly resident evil 8 and that is only because I'm very scared of Resident Evil 7. I did not finish that game. I literally got into the house after they, spoiler alert, after they, like, saw your arm off and um, you are, like, tied oh. down in the kitchen. That's, like, like an hour into this game. It's literally nowhere. Um, but I got oh. that far, and I was like, um, I'm not playing this shit. This is scary. <laughs> so I turned it off, but I did recognize that same engine almost i think it is the same engine being used for resident evil 8 and resident evil 7 and so when they show the old guy in the beginning of the trailer i was like oh i feel like i know what this is but i don't want it to be that and i was right and that's what it is that's what it was and i was like "Mm, this shit just gets scarier and scarier um i did think it was interesting because we're moving so far away from the quintessential resident evil with you know um zombies and stuff so we'll see where that goes. Anyway, next up, I do want to talk about the presentation. So I think that Sony did a really good job. But um, how do you guys feel they did with this? Starting with um, Brandon, once again, just in case you got to slip out of here. How do you think they did? Yeah, no, I feel like it was a very strong presentation. You know, um, I think my only complaint about it was kind of where I, I guess there's two. One's ma- one. They're both kind of minor, I suppose. The first one. 
the we didn't mention it, but the GTA Five thing. So let me just point put this out. I love GTA Five. I finished that game back when it was on PS3. I even copped the PS4 version because I liked it that much. Um, and I, I do think it's pretty neat that PS4 owners will get all that stuff, and then if you get it for PS5, you get the online for free. That's all needed. That's all was. That's all needed. Whatever. It's still a game that people have had access to for like seven years. To start off the presentation with it, I think was kind of a weak choice. Um, that might have been something they wanted to slip in maybe later. I don't. Know. I don't know. But then they were just doing new announcements, so maybe they just wanted to get that out of the way so the presentation flowed better. I don't know. It was just kind of weird to me. And then there's the fact that uh, we'll talk more about the system itself, I'm sure, later. But the fact that, you know, we didn't get, like, release date I kind of didn't expect we did, but price I would have kind of wanted to know that. But uh, whatever. But as far aside from those two knocks, I think it was a great presentation. Like, it was just game announcement after game announcement. Like, this is how you want to get ex- people excited for your new system or just your company in general. Mm-hmm. Like, even if this wasn't the whole, if, even if this wasn't, a PlayStation 5, you know, to show, hey, here's a new system. Even if this was just like a regular Sony conference, like, say, two years around the road, you want something like this where you just have a whole bunch of games in the pipeline to get people excited for your box to show what's coming up, what's coming out, and all that good stuff. So, very solid presentation. And they had something for everyone. They had shooters. They had platformers. They had horror games. They had they brought back Ratchet and Clank like that's been gone for like <laughs> forever. That's I know yeah. a lot of people were into that. They had the Miles Morales. They knew people love Spider Man and they knew the people love Miles Morales. So they started with that pretty much. Uh, they had Horizon Zero Dawn two, which is Horizon uh, Forbidden Wilds. Was it called Forbidden West? Forbidden West. Thank you, thank you. Yes. So yes, a sequel to that, which was one of their most critically acclaimed games in the PS4. Like it was something for everyone, and they just kept coming one after another. Some of them even had gameplay to show. For, for however long they could spare. That's great. There's like 26 games there, and some of them got a little extra time than others. Perfect. Like, yeah, great presentation. Aside for those two little knocks, I think it was a great presentation. That's my th- take on it. All right, I'm going to go next because I have issue with your knocks. <laughs> only, <laughs> because, um, only because, first of all, if you put GTA anywhere else in that presentation, it's only going to interrupt the hype. Yeah, like, that, I, I, and I made that first. point too, as I said that. Yeah, like, you did. I, I, I guess it had to be. The, so on that point, I guess it had to be at the beginning. It's just a, it was just a weird way to start. But I guess there was only only one place they could put it. I don't think so because they started with the look back from 1999 up until 2020, and it's like, okay, this is the evolution. So I think it kind of fit in. But that's just my little humble opinion. Um, also, we're not, they're not going to show a price because Xbox hasn't shown a price. I know. It's a Cold War. It's always a Cold War with these consoles. We're doing this. So I wasn't really expecting one just because I knew Xbox didn't have one. Um, although they did worry me because it took them so long to show the console. I remember halfway through, I was like, all right, show me the damn thing already. Um, but I think this uh, this presentation was done perfectly. I mentioned uh, in chat that I really think that they found their footing. Uh, PlayStation, because I know that sometimes when they have their state of plays, they can be a little iffy. But as you mentioned, they had some type of uh, genre for every player presented. Uh, They had a bunch of first party titles. Not everything had dates, but a lot of what they were giving us was in either the 2020 for launch or uh, coming the first year of the console, which is 2021. You know, it's obviously going to be, you know, a few months after the console is released. So I like that they somewhat did what Nintendo does, which is give us a little bit of a, uh, a at least idea of when some of this stuff is going to come out. Of course, not everything had it, but 
it's really great to see what's on the horizon. Can I talk about graphics, please? Please. Everything was beautiful. I cried a little bit. I literally teared up. <laughs> um, you know, speaking of Ratchet and Clank, pre-alpha, that was, they showed pre-alpha footage that looked like a complete game. Pre-alpha yes. stage mm-hmm. footage that looked like a complete game. I am still mesmerized by that fact um project athia is gorgeous like just just uh, oh my gosh um demon souls i i remember saying i don't know what this is but i want it i don't even know what this game is i want it and all of it is captured in uh you know uh, native ps5 footage like all of its ps5 uh captured on a ps5 that is what next gen is about and I always complain and I say, you know, the best way to do an E3 presentation is give us the games and give us information. And PlayStation gave us over an hour of games. I was not expecting over an hour of games. I was thinking like maybe 30 minutes, um, you know, 15 minutes of games and then 15 minutes of info on the con- or not even like 45 minutes of games, maybe. And then, you know, the rest of the time on console information. But they just didn't stop. They were like, this is why you need a PS5. And I think they did a great job at convincing a lot of people by the end of that presentation that you need to go buy one of these shits as soon as they come out. Obviously not everybody. <laughs> um, but I, I like after, after like halfway through, I was like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm getting one of these. I don't even care what it looks like before the reveal. I was like, I don't even care what it looks like. And uh, by the end I was like, you know what? I like it. I'm down for it. Also very subtle things that they did um that really i think helped uh i know gabe talked about the camera work a little bit um during the interviews i thought that was done really well i thought the transitions were done really well i thought they broke it up really well the pacing was done really well um one of my favorite things that they did was they snuck the home screen of the ps5 into the presentation that was dope that That was was super dope so cool I was like, oh my god, I love it. This is what the startup screen's gonna look like. It looked freaking amazing. I know that Gabe said that he touched his screen. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Like, it was so good. I don't blame you. Like, they that that to me is like that's that extra level of touch and detail that's not necessarily in every presentation. You know, and I'm going to do a little bit of an Xbox comparison right now because Xbox didn't do anything like that. You know, they showed us the box. Um, I'm not an Xbox hater, but Xbox showed us the box. PlayStation went all in, gave us an hour worth of titles. Um, they did, you know, the nuances, the, oh, look, here's the preview of the PS5 start screen, which I fucking love. Here are the games that are gorgeous, no matter, you know, which genre you're into. These things look so good that I... I'm reevaluating why my Switch looks so bad. Like, I know. I, anyway, whatever. I'm not even going to go into that conversation. <laughs> the point is, there was something for everyone. I cannot think of a more perfect presentation. And at this point, I'm like, I don't even care if you guys don't do an E3 anymore. Give me one of these, and I'm happy. Um, anyway, which one of you wants to go next after all my talking? Dana or Gabe? Uh, I can step up next. All right, please let me know. All right. Um, I think that GTA Five was a great way to start it off because that is one of the best-selling games of like all time. Of all time, yeah. Of all time, I'm yeah. I'm still disappointed so, though that it wasn't GTA Six. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are gonna be hurt by that. Yeah. But I know a lot of people when they upgrade their consoles, they get rid it. of the old one. You know what I mean? Very and true. And so a lot of people are gonna want something that's familiar. 
and they're going to want something that they can immediately know that they want for, for their next generation. Um, and so I think that was a great way to start because it's like, hey, here's something you know. Now here's a bunch you don't. Yeah, and and to that point, a lot of times people are resistant about buying new consoles because uh, sometimes console launches can be really shitty because you don't have any good games to play for like the first you know six months to a year. And immediately you can jump, like like you said, you can immediately jump back into GTA Five. So, props. Um, moving forward, uh, I thought it was really great that every time I looked over at the screen. I saw a lot of diversity in the characters, protagonists, and antagonists. I saw a lot of really strong female um, antagonists as well as protagonists, including in Ratchet and Clank. Yes, I'm, I want to yeah. meet her. She was hella cute. Um, and then what was it in Deathloop, where it was about yes, the, yes. Um, the what, assassins the, killing each other? Yeah, the assassins killing yeah. each other in a time loop. Uh, and then he was talking about how there was the uh, antagonist who um, was giving him a lot of trouble. And I was I was there for it. Same. You know what I mean? Same. So that's really uh, big. Another really strong antagonist is making a return with Horizon. Um, and so, yeah, I was really glad to see a lot of that because if you look outside, what do you see? You see diversity. So it's just really nice to see that they're going to uh, translate that into games as well. Mm-hmm. Um, completely agree I liked that when I looked over as well it wasn't all the same so it wasn't just like a beautiful hyper realistic every time there was stuff that was real uh, goofy there was stuff that was like somewhere in the middle like Ratchet and Clank um, but it made it really stand out to me uh, Goodbye Volcano High mm-hmm. and that one looked really good and I'm really glad that they put it right in between uh kina kenna mm-hmm. and Oddworld, um because i felt like it was a stark difference and so it was really eye-grabbing and i think that they did a great job putting it all together um i think that the pacing was really nice as well so it wasn't ever a time where i was like all right i'm done hearing about this game you know from this person person let's see the next one uh or you know all right well i've been here for 30 minutes what's the next game or something you know in very good pacing everything i wanted more but i'm glad i didn't get it yeah i'd like i i completely agree that 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 the way that they paced it and the way that they placed the games definitely added to the hype because you really never knew what was next? Like you don't want to pull your eyes away from the screen because even if you're not interested in what you're seeing at the moment, um, I'm sure there's going to be something coming up that, that you're going to like, or at least uh, it's going to be different enough that you might be interested in it. So I, I completely agree with everything you said. Oh my gosh, let's praise PlayStation more. Um, <laughs> Gabe, um, what about you? Um, yeah, I love the presentation. Um, I think it started off well. Uh, well I, the, the the very beginning, this is just me being nitpicky, but the very, very beginning, like right before they started with their timeline, I felt like it took too long. Like, I didn't need to see this massive white cube just dissolve into your X circle, triangle, and square. Like, oh, sorry, not X, the cross, since they uh, <laughs> touched on that earlier this year. Um, I didn't need to see that part of the presentation. Like, I felt like, like okay, we everybody knows this is a PlayStation presentation. You can skip over this first was it 20 30 seconds of 
showing me shapes. Um, Cabe, but I, those buttons very, are I'm iconic. I'm, you know, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, no, um, and then, yeah, um, like you said earlier, I touched on the camera. Um, apparently, there was some talk earlier today that Bruh, the, what do the, you the think actual humans were CGI. I, I strongly believe that they were not CGI. Okay. Because same. you have to remember, Sony, like PlayStation belongs to Sony, and Sony is really good at making cameras. Yep. So you, it's very, very plausible that they use their own equipment to just sit there and give you that hyper definition, you know, detailing on all these people that were talking. It, it felt really uh, real to me. So, um, and again, I thought the pacing, like everyone's been saying, the pacing was really great. Like, you know, it was literally game after game after game. I really thought, cause you know, I think it was last year when uh, Sony did their thing, you know, it was kind of, they didn't know what they were trying to do. Like they kept giving you different pacings and then yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes like sometimes the little aesthetic or theme they had on the screen or whatever, they didn't really match the game. They're about, uh, they're about to talk about. So I like that. This was just game, 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 game. And then, you know, every now and then the developers would talk, they'd say a short at most 30 second thing and then let the games do the talking, let the gameplay do the talking. And then, uh, I really like how at the end, you know, everyone thought it was done and then they start kind of rolling back their, their little blue and black bubbles. And then it's, here's the system. Here's your Wi-Fi router. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> I keep, I keep po- uh, poking fun at the design of the PS5, but I actually really love it. It looks really sleek. It, I do as well. Just, yeah, it looks really beautiful. You know, if Darth Vader ever needs an extra stormtrooper, you know, you know he, he <laughs> contacts Sony. Um, okay, I'm, I'm not taking jabs to the side. Uh, it was really nice. It was really cool. Um, I'm kind of bothered that they didn't give you a price because, you know, yeah, like Xbox didn't do it. But if to me, if you're going to introduce the regular PS5 version and then give us the digital version, there needs to be a price like that needs to come with it because people need to see which one they're going to want. They're going to want more. But besides that, beautiful presentation. Absolutely loved it. Um, And like, I, I hate to say this, but, you know, presentations like this, they kind of paint e3 is obsolete because if nintendo has been doing it for a while nintendo has been doing their own directs during uh during e3 um and now sony comes on with this presentation it's kind of like do you do we really need e3 at this point does e3 need to be as big as it is or do we just let these uh these companies you know start planning everything you know months maybe even years ahead yeah that too because you know I feel like you're able to do more when you do things by yourself. If you're in your own, you know, studio building, you're, you're using your own equipment and all that, like, you're not limited to whatever E3 has to offer. Can I jump on that real quick? Because I actually, because I actually, because I actually, um, agree. This presentation that Sony did for the PlayStation 5 felt significantly stronger than some of their E3 press conferences. And I've even ventured to say, like, a lot of them, it's stronger than a lot of them. And it's the same thing for Nintendo, since you mentioned it. Ever since Nintendo has started going digital, since I want to say 2013, um, there's some that's definitely been weaker than some of their best E3 press press conferences. But then that same token, there's been some of their uh, Nintendo directs that have been stronger than a lot of their E3 press conferences. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, stuff like this, uh, you know hour almost a full hour and a half of just dedicated time to themselves cutting to all these videos of gameplay and stuff like that it really does paint a picture of whether or not e3 can you know 
E3, uh, I, we mentioned, we had a we had a, a podcast about E3 of whether it's going to stay around and whatnot. And I think, think it will, but it really is just going to keep getting, lo- getting less and less important, especially after stuff like this. You know, um, yeah, I mean, and I, I love the ability to just, uh, you know, focus on these developers for, uh, you know, a minute and just let them talk about their stuff and then yeah, move on to gameplay. Yeah, I like that too. Which is, I think, much better than this random guy coming on a stage to talk to you for five minutes uh, when no, you just want to see gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I, I think it's a, a much better, more personal way, those little messages from devs than, um, than you know, a, a stage screen and... Um, us sitting in the audience waiting to see what happens. Uh, but that being said, let's talk a little bit about the design that was revealed. I will say that I do think they took a long time to show us what it was going to look like, and I wasn't sure they were going to do it. Uh, but we now know what the PlayStation 5 looks like. And also to touch on a little bit of what you said, Gabe, as well, I, I, I personally am not too big on worrying about the price because you're going to know whether you want a slim or a, I mean, a digital only or a physical based on, you know, just how you're going to, uh, purchase games either you're going to want to do them physically or you're going to want to do them digital so it's not too big of a a deal for me but i completely get where you're coming from some people might want to see that price difference we're just going to of course assume that the digital only version is going to be cheaper uh but i don't think it's too big of a deal for me personally i'm sure for other people they want to know but my boyfriend's buying my playstation 5 so yolo Uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyway let's talk about the design um what did you guys think uh brandon how are you feeling about it? I think it's nice and sleek. Like, I love the memes. I love the memes that are coming out. But even subtracting those, I think it's just a cool design. It feels futuristic. I've been one meme, I, I, one meme I will mention right now is the one where it's like the PS5 is going to look so out of place in the house with like only like the yeah. chair and the TV. Like that one I adore because it's so true. This, re- this really feels like it's a futuristic console. In, in, in a, like a regular household, it's just going to look so off. But that, that all that aside, it's like a really good looking console. Both designs look really good, both the standard and the digital only version. I will say though, the digital one, see, like with its perfect symmetry, feels like that's made to be stood up. Whereas the one with the disc drive, you know, I feel I obviously I'm going to get the uh, regular one that's not digital only because I need my disc, especially if they had like special editions for like certain games. But that one will also feel a lot better to go sideways, which with my current entertainment set that I have in my room, it would fit better if I had a sideways version of it. So I'm glad that you can do that as an option and that with the disc version looks good. If I had to get the digital only version, I don't think that would look good sideways. That's a personal thing, but like it's just it's just a little it's just a little thought that I had. But that aside, console looks great. I think I think it looks really slick. Um yeah, so obviously, you know, I, I pointed fun at the design earlier, but, you know, I really, I, it's like Brandon said, it looks very futuristic. This is what I thought the PS4, you know, should look like. Um, it looks like it's not out of this world, but it looks like, you know, like when you see those movies that talk about the future, like for example, um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, uh, the Disney movie, Meet the Robinsons. Yeah. You yes. know, when he goes I into the future. <laughs> I, oh, hold on. I'm you know, sorry. I'm going to. We're gonna. I'm gonna yell at you about that later. Okay. Anyway, um, but yeah, like the PS5 kind of reminds me of when you know when Lewis gets into the future. That's what it looks like to me. Um, I'm not a big fan of it uh, being on its side, mainly because the PS the the PS symbol is standing directly up. But you know, again, that's a whole preference thing. Um, and then also, I think 
because a lot of people were very shocked at the fact that it was more white than it was black unlike the ps4 um i think that's a good color scheme because the way that's designed right now any color controller can actually you know match that system and like i know it's a really small thing to like be nitpicky about but like right now i'm looking at my ps4 my ps i have one of the the all black ps4s but i have one black, uh, totally black controller but then the white controller that i have doesn't fit the aesthetic like I don't know. I, c- I kind of look at it and I want to throw it away, but I'm not going to do that because I need an extra controller. So I think the cover uh, choices were really good. <laughs> yes, please don't um, start your controller. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so I think it's really good. And um, at the same thing, I'm looking at a picture right now and the, 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 the black inside the white accents, the blue light, the blue, uh, the yes. blue power light from the inside. So I think it's really nice, you know, mm-hmm. really beautiful. And again, you know, you got to keep it away from your parents so they don't confuse it with the with the house Wi-Fi router. But you know, absolutely gorgeous. Dana, what about you? All right, so uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of the design. Um, and I'm gonna say that it it looks like it's living in the year 3000 while we're back here in 2020. It does look super futuristic, and I think it's cool. You mean but, three thousand, like the attack of Blue Eyes White Dragon, because it looks like Seto Kaiba. Oh my god! <laughs> these are the these are these are the reaches I do. I'm here all night, folks. Continue. We're doing it again. <laughs> Brandon and I can't be together. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think it looks really sleek. Uh, I think it looks uh, great. I like how the um, like vents for uh, the heat to escape is nice it, like it doesn't stick out anywhere um but i'm going to compare it to the uh xbox uh the new one that's coming out I, I think that one looks greater i just don't like the way that it's got the uh the points to it and i think that the uh, more conservative design of the xbox is more appealing to me Whew, my turn <laughs> <laughs> um so I really loved the tower design for the Xbox. I had always been talking about how I really loved the tower design. I thought it was really cool. I was so happy that it wasn't just like this, you know, uh, flat rectangle. I like computer towers already. Uh, I love that you have, you know, the green accent on the top, etc. And um, then I saw the PlayStation uh, 5 and I was like, well, now this shit just looks like a black box and it's boring as fuck. And um, I'm so excited for the PlayStation 5 uh aesthetic i mean did you guys see that lineup of black and white you know you've got your your media controller your controllers with your charging station your headphones uh, the camera like everything is so cohesive that is something that you want to have on display i don't i i I really really it really made me change my mind on the xbox because i loved the xbox design and i was like oh my god i would put all my ps stuff uh, PS5 stuff on display at the top and I'd probably throw that box that rectangle on the bottom somewhere underneath so that it wouldn't destroy this beautiful black and white aesthetic that I have and I know a lot of people were like oh I don't like the white um like Gabe had mentioned but I think if you had that in all black it wouldn't have the same impact like imagine walking into someone's house and just seeing all that shit set up that's like your shit's sleek as fuck. I want to be here. Like, <laughs> I know that it just, it just, it, it, it's like an upper echelon type thing. It's so, it's beautiful. I love it. I love the headphones. It does look like a Wi-Fi router. 
I won't lie. <laughs> I admit that, but it's the coolest looking Wi-Fi router I have ever seen. Um, and, and like Abe mentioned, I think that those blue accents coming out are really, really, you know, that extra touch of uh, and the vents, like everything just, I, I think it looks like a console, which I'm very happy about. And now I think the Xbox does not look like a console. I think it looks like a rectangular box in comparison. I don't think the Switch looks like a good console. It's, you know, just this black thing sitting up there unless Toaster. you get a... Exactly. It's a black toaster unless you get a special edition. And I think that Sony is, you know, uh, a PlayStation is really paving the way for design and these things. You know, we hadn't seen anything. We saw the controller. Some people freaked out about the controller. It's definitely more towards the, you know, pro controller, Xbox controller side now than it is the PlayStation 4 DualShock. But man, y'all, I want like two of them. I want both of them. I want the I want the the digital only version and I want the disc version just next to each other just to complete the set because I just think it looks that good. I love it. Anyway, the last thing I want to talk about is uh, do a little bit of comparison between the Xbox Series X reveal and the PlayStation 5 reveal and just talk about how you guys feel about both of those and where you think the companies can go from here. And as we might remember, the Xbox Series X was announced in the middle, I think, of the Game Awards. It was not at the beginning. It was definitely not at the end. It was somewhere in the middle of the Game Awards. There was this... um, I'm going to try to describe it as impartially as I can. (laughs) I don't want to weigh in on uh, my thoughts on Xbox, but... um, it was presented in the middle of the Game Awards as this big surprise. Um, it was, I thought it was done pretty cool. Whatever. Anyway, we saw the Xbox Series X in the middle of the Game Game Awards presentation. And then I think they showed us like previews of what might be a few games that are coming. Um, I think we saw two games that were officially coming to the Xbox Series X. I don't actually remember now because it was so long ago. But how do you guys think that those compare? And what do you think that each company has to do now to sell people on their games if they haven't already? Brandon, you first. Yeah, so I will admit that them having the Xbox Series X reveal in Game Wars was a very neat surprise at the time. I thought it was pretty cool. It was interesting how the Series X reveal back at the Game Awards for five minutes turned into an E3 for Xbox. Like, they even had him on the stage, like, talking about it as if, like, I felt like I was an E3 for a second watching this. Like, is this happening right now? And, but in retrospect, I don't know if it was a good idea. To do that there, only because, yeah, they got out there early. They got, and they, since then, they've been getting all this information out about it since its initial reveal. But they revealed it at a time where they didn't really have the spotlight. And when all the, all the other stuff of the Game Wars came on, people had already stopped talking about it about 30 minutes later because they were talking about all the other stuff that was happening at the Game Awards. It was honestly really, a lot of game journalists were talking about, it, of course, but that was more or less it. Yeah. And, you know, a few games have been announced uh, since then. The exclusives look good. The systems that are going to be running it look good, look good. But I really think it was it was uh, against them to uh, reveal it in a t- time where it really wasn't all about them to begin with. Whereas this, this is going to be fresh in people's mind for a solid week at the very least because they had all the time for themselves. They had exactly. all these games. They had all these games that they announced. Again, it was uh, had something for everyone. So. There's at least one or two reveals that this one person that was really excited about the PS5 is going to keep talking about for, for the week. And Xbox didn't have that. Like I said, it was about 30 minutes in. Then the Game Awards kept giving us more and more news. So that ended up becoming old news in 30 minutes. This, like I said, week. People are going to talk about this for like about that long. And that's what you want. You want people to have these consoles in, in mind for as long as possible. 
So I just feel like Xbox like could have just revealed it at a better time. As cool as it was for it to be at the Game Wars, it just probably was the, also the wrong time. And that's my main takeaway from it as far as, far as we're um, comparing reveals. Um, obviously, the Xbox is a, Series X is a very powerful console, but it has the same problem the previous Xbox system seems to be having. It doesn't really have that many exclusives. And that's where I think the PlayStation, this generation, is still going to have a strong lead against its competitor. Uh, so one quick question. What would Xbox have to do to sell you on buying a Series X? Become a PS5. Oh, my Sorry. God. What? <laughs> <laughs> he said become a ps5 oh my god oh man that's right. i love that <laughs> um no like for me it would need to like it would need to have like some kind of because here's the thing for me personally i don't really pc game because i i can't i don't personally want to bother with like all the constant upgrades you would have to do i'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a console person so for me xbox series x to sell me on it it would need some kind of exclusive killer app that is not available anywhere else because, like, if I was to already have one, I feel like there's a lot of games I would be getting for the Series X because it is the powerful, more powerful console. It's like, if we're talking about the multi-platform third parties, no-brainer, of course. You get it on the most powerful console you have. But for me to go out of my way to spend all the money to get one and to begin with, I need something on it that I can't play anywhere else. Like I own a, a Xbox, um, Xbox one S all digital edition. Main reason I got that was because one, it was cheap. Like it was only like 150 to get that, which is dirt cheap for a console Two, It was the only way to play rear replay, which I've wanted to play for like almost seven years now. And three it has the games pass feature, which admittedly is a very good deal. You get access to all these games for a very relatively low cost. And that's a d- good deal on its own. That's why I got it. Series X would need to do something similar to that for me and also have an exclusive for me to get out get one or go at a much lower price rate. But that's obviously not happening anytime soon. So that's what I, it would need for me to get one. And of course, you know, Xbox did mention that they're doing the uh, upgrade system for anything you buy now that you can upgrade into the uh, Xbox Series X, but also exactly. that their first party titles will be playable on the Xbox One. So if you're looking for first party title exclusives, I mean, you don't really need to upgrade immediately. Whereas PlayStation was like, nah, fuck y'all, y'all gotta buy our shit if you want to play yeah. it. Big facts. And that's definitely a great deal for those who already own the Xbox One games because then they have a big incentive to already upgrade. If they if if they had already been sold on the Xbox One, um, except for people like me who went cheap and went the got the digital edition. If you got like just regular Xbox One just because you liked Xbox or it so it did something for for you personally, you're already in the market to get a Series X, I feel, because you just want to play you know, on a console, the powerful games with whatever Xbox exclusive are available on your Game Pass, whatever your reasons. If you already have an Xbox One, chances are you're probably already going to get a Series X. If not immediately, then a little bit later. But that's just not me, because I didn't buy Xbox for any of those reasons. I just bought it because it was cheap, pretty much. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Gabe, same question. Um, well, it's a good thing I come before Dana, because I'm just going to come completely shit on xbox wow uh, i i've never been an xbox player i have played on an xbox before anybody tries and come for me for that i just don't like the way xbox operate um what they're gonna have to do or i'm sorry what was the question again <laughs> <laughs> comparing, comparing the reveals to oh, okay yeah the xbox reveals suck i'm just gonna put that out there wow um, I don't. It, it. It. I understand that it was at a at a game awards show, and that's beautiful and all. But you know, like, 
again, it's like it's like Brandon mentioned. Like it was revealed, people went crazy about it for like five minutes, and then the game awards kept going, and it was like, oh, well, that's right, Xbox just came out with a new modem. Um, <laughs> Facts. And I mean, also, so, let's not forget that everyone was not waiting for an Xbox reveal. That E3 was all about the next Smash character. So even after Xbox, yes! everybody went straight back to, okay, when's Smash coming? Okay, when's the next Smash reveal? And that also, I think, uh, was a detriment to Xbox's reveal as well, um, especially because after the Game Awards was over, it was much less talk of, oh, uh, the Xbox Series X and more of, oh, shit, where's our character that we didn't get? So I think that also was against them as well. But sorry, continue. Yeah. Um, talking about Smash, even though I know this is a PS5 podcast right now, um, it's been two whole years since Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has been announced. Just throwing that out there. Uh, June 12, 2019. I mean, 18. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the, the reveal for Xbox, is, it lacked so much for me. You know, PS, uh, the PS5 came in and it was just game after game, like we've been mentioning. The PS5, they, I mean, the Xbox, they, I think they came in with Halo Infinite and I think Scorn or something. I don't remember what the other game was. And it was like, I, I looked at it and I was like, I'm not feeling anything. Like, if SpongeBob was next to me asking me, do you feel it, Mr. Crab? My answer would be no. But I, I just wasn't feeling it. It was, it was just, it, it, it didn't hit me the same. And I, I sat there and I was just like, did they, did they really try and throw this in the middle of a game award and expect it to hit off? You know? So, and at the same time, I also feel like it kind of took away from the E3. Although, because at that time, we were all the, under the assumption that we were going to get an E3. Yes. But, um, but yeah, now now when they come in to do their little segment for, uh, for, you know, for whatever they're doing for the summer, um, it, it's going to kind of lack because we already know what the Xbox is. We already know, you know, its specs and all that stuff. It's just, I don't, I don't feel like they have anything else to offer. Yeah, and if we don't get first-party titles from them, I mean, we've already seen a lot of the games that are going to be between both at the Sony uh, at the PlayStation Five reveal. Yeah, and another thing is, um, there's been reports that the Xbox, the, the Series X, especially, they're not going to be as geared towards first-party titles as they have been in the past. So I think they Sony only did have this- like five. Yeah, well, you know, you can't <laughs> tell us an you tell us an Xbox player, and they'll start shouting out games that you've never heard of in your life we are so um, bad i'm so sorry i mean you guys I'm, did just I'm like sorry make me want to start flexing on you with all my, my <laughs> xbox i was like nope no it's okay you'll have your time you come up next um but yeah but uh, like but yeah so there's been reports that the you know xbox is moving towards you know other you know not exclusive so i think ps uh, ps5 did the smart thing of like okay they're moving away from that so what we're gonna do is we're gonna show you all these games are going to only be on our console. Kind of like a throw-in-your-face type thing. I felt that. <laughs> I felt it too. And uh, Dana, I know you're dying to have a Woo! bit of conversation, so please tell me, um, what are your thoughts on, uh, in comparison on how both consoles were revealed, and what would they need to get you to purchase? Alright, so um, first of all, uh, Xbox Boy for life uh, over here. Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> But no, so I think that from the PlayStation 3, the 4, and now into the 5, um, the two companies have always been competing, trying to get at each other or be uh, better than each other. And for the longest time, it was that 
basic fact of the PlayStation is, has better specs, there's more exclusives, uh, and it was just almost a no-brainer. I think this year, Microsoft really thought they had a uh, PlayStation with this new console. Now, this is a this is a powerhouse coming, you know, for consoles. Yeah, I agree with that. But I don't think they were ready for PlayStation to have their own separate reveal. Yeah. I don't think they were anticipating it. Mm-hmm. And I think if they were even in the slightest, they would have done the same thing themselves. Uh, I mean, I'm anxious to see if Xbox now is going to try to throw one together. That's you know awesome. what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like that might hurt more than it's going to help. Well, so, okay. Um, I I disagree with you a little bit, and I'm going to make it quick because I know I'm cutting into your time. But um, the Xbox had to know that PlayStation had to have something because we had to hear about the new console we're getting holiday 2020. Absolutely. But I'm sure that they figured it would be at a E3 conference. Yeah, but we also knew that PlayStation wasn't going to be at E3. Oh, well, you're right. And that's my bad. No, no, no. That, no, like, no, 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 that's against you. I just mean, like, they had to have known, but I think that they did have a little bit of hubris, like think, you said. Like, yeah, I, I do feel like they thought that this was going to be their thing. But continue. With that, uh, I'd like to then bring up the idea that um, look at what PlayStation did last year, and maybe uh, Microsoft or Xbox uh, specifically didn't think that it would amount to much this year. Mm hmm. Because it kind of didn't last year. Um, But I think that they were gutted once again uh, by PlayStation. I think PlayStation did a great job with this. Uh, I think I, if I do get a console, because I have now moved to uh, PC gaming, that I'm going to almost feel like I have to get the Xbox as well as the PlayStation. Ah, okay. Double guy. Because... I um, would love to play a lot of the games that are coming out uh, exclusively for it. Um, I think that it is also a powerhouse in its own right. Um, But Microsoft as a whole has been very good about um, having releases come out for Xbox as well as for um, Windows. Windows, yeah. So it would just make sense for me since I'm already on the computer that... Um, I would get an Xbox. So I can just move from my monitors over to my TV, just literally do a 180, flip to my television, and just continue everything with their uh, play anywhere. Mm-hmm. And just can pick it up and keep going. Um, I think that it's actually very smart of them to do that, <laughs> uh, especially since they have the Game Pass that we talked about earlier, which they have uh, specifically, they have Xbox Game Pass, and then they have the Windows Game, Game Pass. But they also have Game Pass Ultimate, which is for both of them. So yeah. that is when something... And all the new Xbox titles are coming straight to Game Pass. Yep, yep. They're releasing straight to it. 15, whatever, a month, whatever. I pay the subscription already. I'm getting them as soon as they come out. I don't even have to worry about it. <laughs> as long as they have some. Uh, well, I mean... Gears of War, uh, what was it, 5? 4? Mm-hmm. And Halo... Uh, the new Halo. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see another um, game like Quantum Break to come out. 
Oh, I forgot about that one. See? That one was phenomenal. I would love another Halo Wars. I played Halo Wars 1 and 2. Um, I would also love to see Sea of Thieves be brought to the Xbox, uh, the new one, because I play way too much of Sea of Thieves. I really enjoy Sea of Thieves and State of Decay. Oops, I do play a little bit of Xbox. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I knew I didn't like you for a reason. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to see um, what they can do and what they have offered for um, people who are ready on the uh, side of Xbox, people who are playing on uh, Windows. And I want to know what they're going to try to do to bring PlayStation players over, because right now it's not looking like a whole lot. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, before I give my mentions, uh, I know that Brandon's about to run off to go stream in about two minutes. So I don't know if you wanted to say goodbye, Brandon, or if you're going to uh, actually have a few minutes. I did a few preparations. So we, I have a few more minutes. Oh, okay, great. I thought you, I thought it was a leisure and I'm not. Okay. Um, uh, so we're good. We're good. Go ahead. for me, I think that I agree with a lot of what Brandon said about the Xbox One. I'm sorry, the Xbox Series X presentation. I thought it was uh, badly timed, especially now, because we have, you know, what, maybe we might get a console in, uh, you know, November if they follow the pattern. Uh, So we've got, how many months is that? Six months, maybe? Give or Um, take. We got about six months to um, hype ourselves up for what PlayStation is bringing, as opposed to, I don't even remember when the Game Awards was, but that shit was so long ago that the Xbox Series X doesn't even seem like a new console anymore to me. Um, I that know was that also we, six months ago, so oh it's going to be full, almost a full year before it's actually out. That is, I think they did, I think they messed themselves up by giving us um, so much time Unless they're going to, you know, do another reveal of a con- uh, digital-only version or a more powerful one, or you know, if they if they're actually doing the series thing in which they're releasing, you know, this is the first part of the series. The next part is going to have more, uh, more specs, whatever. We don't know, but um, it. I think they made a mistake revealing so early. I think Sony is on the right track, giving us about six months or so to um, just hype us more for what we're getting. It's in our minds. We're going to be talking about it, I think, for more than weeks to come. Uh, They did this very interesting thing where they were trickling out information. And that trickle of information got people talking about the PlayStation, even while we already knew what the Xbox was, so uh, what the Series X was. So even though... Like it was, it was very much a okay. We have the Series X. Where's PlayStation? We have the Series X. Where's PlayStation? And that is a very smart marketing mechanic because we're already pitting against each other two consoles, and we don't even know what the other one is yet. So that type of you know um, that type of conversation that got started about this console, the fact that you know we get a random ass uh, 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 article in Wired.com about the specs for this thing that we don't know about. And then we get, oh, an- another little trickle. Here's the here's the controller. Um, you know, here's, uh, here's what it might have. And then six months later, um, well, six months before it's released, we finally get to see what it is. We finally get games. And I think that's where Xbox kind of messed up because during the presentation the um game awards during the game awards uh, i actually didn't know i don't know if you guys knew but i didn't know what was going on like when they showed the commercial i was like i don't know what this is uh, did you guys know what it was before they announced that it was the xbox 
I don't um, think I, I did. did. What? I did. I think Brandon said that he doesn't think he did. I had no idea what it was. Like when I was first watching the Game Awards, I I, I saw um, the the I think it was the car in the background. And I saw the water, and I was like, I don't know, like what exactly is this? And I think I don't know if I was alone in that, but that that type of confusion that I had didn't really help for the reveal. And then when I saw the reveal, I was like, oh shit! They literally just showed us the new Xbox a year before we're getting it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I think PlayStation has done a really good job, like the marketing for this. I don't know, like I said, if it was on purpose, but starting that conversation, holding out, making us all talk about them holding out, and then finally doing this big reveal Uh, you know this reveal was advertised everywhere like if you're watching tv you will see the commercial ad for this reveal that's huge Uh, like we didn't get that for the xbox series x we still haven't i still haven't seen a um commercial for the xbox series x on like regular uh television I don't know if you guys have, but I haven't even seen that. So Sony really went all out with creating this type of presentation, and I think it paid off a lot because they actually had stuff to show. I don't think Xbox had anything to show except for a console. Um, And I do think that with this E3 coming up, I assume that, okay, they're going to show us another part of the console. They're going to show us another part of the series. But so far, it has been silent aside from, hey, you can also play this game on our console. Uh, after the yeah. uh, PlayStation one. So that was, oof. I, I feel for Xbox because even though I'm a Sony fan, I'm very empathetic. I do love all consoles. <laughs> and um, I think that Xbox has a really good setup. I think that they have something that PlayStation doesn't have, which is a lot of accessibility. I think they're very, very good at making uh, things accessible for every type of player. I think they're better at PlayStation uh, um, in that regard. You know, they have the uh, special controller that works for, um, you know, almost anyone, no matter what type of player you are. They're they're very much the community gamer in that aspect. Um, I also have to give them credit for Game Pass. I personally don't have Game Pass anymore, uh, but I appreciate the ability to be able to buy a game on the Xbox One and then play it on the Series X. I also appreciate a monthly subscription fee in which I already know that I'm going to be able to download the the game as soon as it comes out. Um, I, I think they're doing a lot of things right, but I don't think they're selling many people on the Series X unless you're already a part of the xbox ecosystem like if you already play on windows and it makes sense for you to grab a series x i don't see why anyone would go out to grab one especially because you can play you know halo infinite or uh the next gears of war on your windows pc anyway so i i don't know what they're gonna do i don't know what they would have to do to make me buy one but in comparison everyone should take a note this is how you this is how you hype people up for a console and this is how you reveal it and uh sony blew it out of the park and I can't wait to buy both. I'm probably going to buy both. Um, just because I still do like the tower design, even though it's a rectangle. And I do kind of use my Xbox, even though I it's only for like, media consumption. Um, I do appreciate being able to play games like, you know, Sea of Thieves and uh, State of Decay and some of the smaller ones. If they ever come to PlayStation, I don't know, like, why I would even need my, my Xbox anymore, honestly. Uh, but, yeah, I think... Um, I think PlayStation has won another generation so far. I think, you know, even people who were not huge PlayStation fans have probably seen that commercial. They may have, you know, logged in. And even if they haven't, um, memes are always a great selling point. 
Yeah, they are. Um, you know, right now my timeline is just flooded with memes of the PS5. <laughs> and uh, it's been really great for more press for PlayStation. Uh, the only time I've seen anybody talk about Xbox is in comparison to PlayStation. So, I, I mean, and now all the games, even though some of them are cross-play and coming to Xbox, um, Sony's done a really good job at making us think that they're all just coming to PlayStation, so you need one. Whereas, even if they're not, you know, um, you still don't probably might not need one, um, depending on the game, because you can maybe play them on your Series X. So, I mean, it all depends. Either way, good job, Sony. I'm super excited. I can't wait six months from now to grab a PS5. I think they've just done an amazing job. That was my little yay hurrah for Xbox. And last thing, do you guys have any closing comments before we um, shut down this podcast? Anybody want to add anything in the end? Um, I do. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, what was it? You mentioned something that got me thinking about a couple of different things. Um, oh, yes. Um, realizing what the reveal was at the Game Awards. So, I think that, and I kind of feel like it. the whole Xbox series uh is kind of just gearing itself towards people who are already xbox fans it doesn't feel like they're trying to reach out to new people because with that reveal i knew what it was because i know forza and forza is known for their stunning graphics their water effects and their Mm -hmm. cars as well as um like the halo games so when i saw master chief running i you know immediately clicked and i already knew um and I feel like, again, like I said, that just kind of is focused and geared towards people who are already Xbox fans, people who are familiar with these things, people who are looking for how we're going to do these things again. So what does that mean for, for Xbox? Like, how are they going to what, what, what's the plan? <laughs> I, I don't know, because, um, like I said, it feels like they're just looking to get the same people again, which is a little scary to think about <laughs> yeah um but i think that with this um playstation reveal hopefully they'll understand that they are either going to a lose people to uh playstation because i'm i'm right there i'm walking the line um I'll or ps5 if you switch <laughs> wait what did you say I said I'll buy this PS5 if you switch. Okay, well, what about I'll me? Well, <laughs> I'll switch. No, 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 no. You're not here. You're not here. Anyways, oh, um, I think that they're going to have to wake up and realize that, like I said, they're going to lose a lot of people to the PlayStation because of um, this reveal and everything that the PlayStation is going to be doing right. Uh, and that they can't just rely on the numbers that they had for the Xbox one or the xbox one x because that you want to show growth you know what i mean and they haven't even been sharing those numbers so we don't even like actually know what's going on there uh, it's probably because they aren't good (laughs) you know what i mean like if they were proud of the numbers they'd be throwing them on every billboard across the country yeah but see i also don't think that that is xbox that's the focus at xbox like i don't think I think they're more, I believe that what they're doing is they want you to be a part of their, their, 
their ecosystem and they don't care how you play they just want you to play so if that is on the series x if that is continuing to be on the um, xbox one if that is on microsoft windows as long as you're playing their games i think they're happy whereas playstation is like you know we have to beat the crazy numbers that we did with the ps4 at this point you know if we're talking uh you know business we we we've got a we've got a year over year to to tackle and the only way to do that is by giving the people what they want so i think they are two very they're looking for two very different things uh but i don't know why anyone would buy xbox i mean i'm buying it because you know we're doing game journalism here and i i love the aesthetic even though it just looks like a box now thanks to the playstation and um i you know what i'm gonna be honest i don't even use my play my xbox i literally if you ever see me on xbox it's because it says i'm watching tv if it ever yeah. says i'm doing something i else, know <laughs> if it ever says i'm doing something else it's not me someone has stolen ever my since- xbox <laughs> I first met you, and I got you on my Xbox uh, friends. I we've never played or been in a party chat, not even <laughs> once, not a single time. And I look, and I'm like, oh, yo, he's on. What's he doing? Watching TV. Watching TV. <laughs> I don't have life anymore because I didn't play anything. So it was pointless. <sighs> I had uh, Game Pass for a dollar, and it I played Santa Decay too, and then I was done. And I played you a little heard. bit of um. Sea of Thieves, but then I was like, I can just play this on PC. (laughs) Anyways, uh, with the aesthetic of the Xbox um, Series X, I think that it is, again, super cool, and you were talking about how um, the PlayStation 5, everything matches and looks great, and it looks like super uh, fancy, and like that's the kind of thing that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the modest design because I kind of want to just hide it away sometimes. You know what I mean? I want it to just fit the entertainment system yeah. and do its job rather than standing out and pulling eyes away from anything. Okay. I don't think it needs to look great. I think it just needs to be able to do what it needs to do. Fair, fair. Um, did anyone have anything else they wanted to add before we close out? Brandon, you got anything? Nothing really for me. Just excited to uh, see what what else besides all this and this cool stuff from PS5. What else is in the future? It's funny. I just thought about this now. Uh, I own every single like PlayStation console. Like I have one, two, four. I even have the PSP and Vita as well. <laughs> so I guess this is just another oh, part of the collection. Yeah. I'm just I'm just curious to see uh, what what they come out for in the future. It's exci- it's exciting times. Yeah, new console definitely, hype. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Gabe, anything else? Um. I do. Uh, I'm very excited for the PS5, if you haven't been able to tell by now. But there's just a little little something that I kind of want to throw in there. Uh-oh, what's that? that has to do with the presentation. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, this is kind of looking forward a little bit and you know, kind of hoping for more amazing game reveals for this summer. Um, I don't know if you guys remember when Horizon Zero Dawn was announced. That's the very same year that Nintendo decided to announce Breath of the Wild. Yes. So here's the hoping that they yeah. stick with the theme and that oh. we get Breath of the Wild 2 this year. We do we know it's on the horizon. Yep. Can, can yeah. Breath of the Wild 2 not fight Horizon Zero Dawn 2? Because, like, that happened last time, and that's why I haven't played much Horizon Zero Dawn, because it came out, like, right at the same time. I need them to that's breathe. True. Yeah. No, I, I need them to come out at the same time. But, uh, no, oh, I'm PS5. Yes. Um... I'm just, you know, I've, I, I think my first play, I, yeah, I went from the PS1 and we're, we're at the PS4 now and the PS5 is coming up. So I'm really excited for that. Um, 
You'll never hear me say anything good about Xbox. So if you thought that all this Xbox hate, if you thought all this Xbox hate was just for this podcast, you're sorely mistaken. The only thing that I think Xbox does better than PlayStation is give you the uh, you know being able to play the older games. Um, but at the same time, like I'm sorry that I don't want to play older games with you know cylinder and triangle graphics. Oh um, shit, he's going in, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's only a few old games I wish would make it to the older games. But, you know, they, and then again, you know, it's all a matter. Like, even the, the very good games that you do want on your newer system end up being remastered. Like, I lost my mind when Dark Souls was remastered. And, yeah, that's another, I think it was, that came out at $39.99. It was another 40 bucks I had to pay. But you know what? If I'm paying for updated graphics, I don't really care. So again, Same, that whole, honestly. Yeah, the whole, the, the, the whole game passing, like, you know, woo, for Xbox, you guys are doing that. Um, but Dana did also mention a really good point that Xbox seems to be catering more towards their their fan base already mm-hmm. instead of trying to grab new people. Which I think you know I think at this point I feel like maybe PS5 is being the mean older brother and still trying to prove that they're better. And Xbox is just like, all right, we have our fan base, we have a very large fan base, and we're just gonna stick with them because we know they're loyal. So. You know, props to Xbox for that. Again, they still suck. Uh, so yeah, let's see when the holiday. I'm sorry, Dana. <laughs> let's. No, see. it's all right. I mean, I gotta be here to you know support uh, Xbox, right? So I mean, I came into a PlayStation reveal podcast knowing that this was gonna happen. You know, so go yeah. go off. You do you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see what both consoles bring later on in the year because. They're both slated to come out holiday 2020. Um, and thankfully, Xbox, I mean, Xbox, PS5 has already revealed their lineup. And I think a lot of the games that they mentioned yesterday that also said holiday 2020 are going to come out within, you know, a week or two of the PS5 itself. You know, one thing that the PS4 kind of faltered with was bringing the new games over or bringing new games at the same time as the console. So I'm excited to see that. I mean, what a way to end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault for asking, but, you know, we're going to go out by shitting on, on on Xbox. It wasn't me, for any listeners. It was Gabe. Um, anyway, uh, is that it? Anybody else want to add anything? That's it for me. Okay. Um, anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, thank you, Gabe and Dana, for joining us for your first official podcast pres- uh, presence. Uh, it was awesome talking to you guys. Uh, thank you, Dana, for holding it in there for Xbox. And thank you, Gabe, for being very passionate about PlayStation. <laughs> and, you know, Brandon, thank you for being here with me as always. If you guys want to hear more of us, make sure that you subscribe. We're on a bunch of different platforms, which will be in the description on this podcast episode. You can also subscribe to our Patreon, which is live now at patreon.com slash hbcritical and you can follow us on all our social medias on facebook twitter we're at, at critical underscore hp and um if you want to talk to any of us oh and instagram is hp critical gaming if you want to talk to any of us you'll also see all of our tags on twitter uh in this episode as well um and don't forget we have two tournaments coming up for the end of this month uh pokemon and smash we will all be competing in them i will be beating everyone in pokemon i'll probably lose at smash so um there is a 60 dollar prize catch prize for every win that you make in each game or not every win so excuse me let me fix that there's a 60 dollar cash prize for the winners uh so definitely come sign up we also have our pride parade going on in animal crossing um on the 29th 
of this month or 28th excuse me it's on the 28th of this month um and sign up for our newsletter at hpcritical.com and you can find out more information on all of those thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for talking to me and i will see everyone later goodbye bye bye guys